0: Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics and on this podcast we have honest, explicit, wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com where you will find all of the resources we have generated for you so you can experience more pleasure and erotic joy on your terms at your own pace. With our self-guided online courses, we will guide you stroke by stroke, step by step, and be there with you as you level up your erotic skills or go on your next erotic adventure. Check out all of the online courses at pleasuremechanics.com and use the code SpeakingOfSex for 20% off the online course of your choice. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about again one of these meta-level erotic skills that can be applied in a lot of different sexual contexts and situations to up the stimulation, to create more interest and intensity and to just branch out what you are experiencing and giving in terms of erotic touch. Yeah, and this was inspired by directly by last week's episode. And like every episode, right, we've been in this conversation now for many, many years, 400 plus episodes, you'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. But each episode seems to inspire the next and Last week, we were talking about perineums and perennial stimulation. And it was a perfect example of kind of a secondary zone of erotic stimulation. Right. And go back. There'll be links in the show notes as always. But um, I was really talking about how this is a great area to add to oral sex, to add to genital touch, to add to anal or prostate stimulation. Um, And so it got us talking about how it's like a very specific and advanced skill set to run dual zones of erotic stimulation. An advanced yet achievable skill set and one that once we kind of think about it and start bringing our awareness and attention to it, we can start looking at all the ways a that we already do this because many of us already do this and so we can kind of look at what we do well here And then start looking at where we might want to play with this and practice it. So, dual zones of erotic stimulation is what we're going to be talking about here today. And maybe even triple, (laughs) triple. (laughs) quadruple, quintuple.
1: Right. Because the more we talk about these sorts of erotic skills, the more we can bring our attention, as you said, and then play with practicing these skills and then build more skill and awareness and confidence, which is something we talked about two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. And so when we notice what works well and where we can experiment some more, we can begin to have more confidence as we cultivate a skill set that can create more pleasure arousal and enjoyment. Mm
0: -hmm. So when we're talking about zones of stimulation, right, let's break this down. Stimulation being any kind of stimulus, uh, that can be a physical touch, it can be a mental emotional or even like a spiritual stimulation. This can be solo partnered or group. But anytime we're talking about, you know, building arousal, perhaps towards an orgasmic climax or not, but when we're talking about erotic stimulation, right, whether we're doing this to ourselves or to a partner or more than one partner at once, we can start thinking about zones of stimulation, like who is doing what to who in what kind of context to create enough positive arousing stimuli to get us you know first interested and in sticking with it and that's kind of erotic stimulation's first job is to create enough interest and engagement that you'd want more and create that responsive desire loop of like ooh yum yes more please mm-hmm. And after that, more please to start amping up the arousal and building it and also holding someone's interest, right? When we think about making love or fucking someone or even playing with ourselves, we have to hold our own interest and engagement long enough and to override all the other shit that wants our attention, frankly, to not turn to your phone and check notifications, to not think about the next thing on your to do list, like you have to stay engaged and the hope is when you're really making love that you can go into this other worldly state of engagement where all that other shit falls away. And so to do that, we need stimulation, we need that intense, focused stimulation. Now this can be with hands with your mouth, with your genitals, with toys, with words, um, with music, with all sorts of sensual stimulation. But what we want to start thinking about and breaking down is where are you stimulating yourself or your partner and how do we start layering in first one and get that kind of record spinning. And we're going to run a lot of different metaphors here. Excuse the metaphor salad in advance, (laughs) but you know, like you get one plate spinning and then you add another one. Or if I'm going to tell you to like rub your belly and pat your head at the same time, The easiest thing to do is you start rubbing your belly with one hand, and then you start patting your head, right? And you can get into a rhythm with that. And then if I say, okay, now switch, your brain takes a moment to kind of switch those cognitive motors to get those wires going, and then you can kind of switch, and then you're fluent with that one. And so we want to build muscle memory around different kinds of erotic stimulation So we can stimulate our lovers or ourselves in more than one erotic zone at the same time to build more intensity, interest and... Arousal. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna add
1: visual stimulation in there too. You had a beautiful list there of all the ways that we can stimulate each other or be stimulated by our context and verbal stimulation. Mm -hmm. And you were naming spiritual stimulation. (laughs) I mean, I think that's where like meaning making or this larger context of what this means for you two bodies, if there's another person Mm -hmm. or solo, like what you are communing with as you are raising your erotic
0: energy. Now, and you said visual stimulation, right? And for some people, that's really important. And so adornment, lingerie, presenting oneself as a lover And letting oneself be seen. Um, Or the use of pornography. (laughs) Visual (laughs) stimulation. Using visual stimulation (laughs) in all the ways. In all the ways, right? Um, Some people smell becomes very important. But in this episode and as pleasure mechanics, I really want to focus on touch stimulation, on stimulating the nerve endings on the outside of our body to create arousal, Right. Um, And during the break, when we thank one of our sponsors, we'll talk more about psychogenic arousal that comes from the brain, right? But for the purposes of this episode, right, so given great erotic context, you know, you have clean sheets, you have good smells in the room, you're vibing with the music, right? (laughs) Once we get naked with one another or in lingerie, your hands and your mouth and your toys and your genitals and your skin are all there to play, right? And so much of sex for so many people, not exclusively, is body to body, skin to skin contact. And there's so many creative ways to do this, right? But for the purposes of this episode, and because it's really grounded in the mechanics of how so many of us have sex and play, I want to talk about hands, mouths, and faces, but mouths really, genitals and butts. And toys things we put in our hands right so these are kind of the th- zones of stimulation and the things we stimulate with and when it comes down to it like being a great lover so much of it is like you have all of the interpersonal relational things going but then you know what to do with your body to create arousal on this other person and this kind of stimulation right when we lay our hands on a partner when we start kissing them there's so many ways to do it. And what are the skills of doing it well? Because it's not something well, this is the way to kiss a neck, you have to know how your partner wants their neck to be kissed in that moment for this specific kind of vibe, erotic energy you're running right like that's very specific and very responsive and so so much of the skill is like yes knowing how to use our hands knowing the strokes knowing how to kiss being confident and aware of our lips and mouth and teeth right so we can feel that difference between a nibble and a bite and a devouring you know lunge at the throat um (laughs) excuse me, what? Um, But so right to have mastery over that. So to be able to deliver that really hungry, growling, devouring lunge at the throat, you have to be confident in how your mouth and that throat will meet. And so that's like, that's the point of erotic stimulation we're talking about is being able to deliver stimuli to your lovers or your own skin, their body, their whole being really, right? And so how to do that in more than one place at once. And even as I'm saying that, like, gosh, the feeling of doing that in one way, like a really good kiss, a really good touch. Mastering that is like a whole journey. And some of us have different confidence points with that, right? Some of us are really proficient with our mouths, but a little more fumbly with our hands, So, of course, it can feel a bit overwhelming to start Mm -hmm. thinking about this. But
1: let's let's think about what you're already doing and what you might be already doing really well. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you are kissing somebody's nipples, where are your hands already? So these are ways that you are already playing with dual points of stimulation. Mm -hmm. Or if you are kissing somebody's neck, (laughs) as Chris keeps talking about, (laughs) and you are touching somebody's genitals. Those are two points of attention. So let's notice what you're already doing. And that does feel comfortable. And then let's think about what else we could be adding to keep layering in stimulation and arousal and interest.
0: Right? Like, where are your zones of confidence already? Where does this already show up in your lovemaking or in your masturbation play? Where are you already doing this? During sex with your partner? Like if you think about the best points of sex for you, like where your arousal is the highest where that oral sex is just so sweet and spot on. And if you start thinking about what are the zones of stimulation and then what might be added, right? So if we get creative and start thinking about this in our own head, we can realize that we all have multiple zones of erotic possibility and we can start kind of engaging that and flipping the switches on purpose I want to take a minute before we kind of map more of that out and invite us into exploring dual and perhaps triple zones of erotic stimulation. We're going to take a minute and thank our sponsors for making this episode possible. DipsyStories.com offers a treasure trove of psychogenic arousal meaning arousal that comes from your brain alone. Through audio stimulation, through stories, through deep audio engagement, we can light up so much arousal in our own brain, which then adds, again, an erotic zone of stimulation to whatever else you're doing. To solo play, or even more recently, Charlotte and I have been exploring listening while partner playing, and together we can transport ourselves into this soundscape. We add another layer of stimulation through the amazing audio at dipsystories.com. We love Dipsy Stories so much. We've partnered with them to bring you an extended 30-day free trial of all that Dipsy has to offer when you go to dipsystories.com pleasure. That's Dipsy Stories, D-I-P-S-E-A Stories, DipsyStories.com/slash/pleasure for an extended 30-day free trial of this treasure trove of audio. Turn on. Big thanks to Dipsy for sponsoring this episode. We'd also like to thank UberLube for sponsoring this episode and bringing us high quality silicone lubricant that is compatible with all body parts and so many different kinds of ways to play when you want more slip, slide, and glide in your erotic touch. Especially if you are running dual zones of erotic stimulation. Many of those points will want some lube to make that touch even more delicious. Go to uberlube.com to check out this high-quality silicone lube and save 10% and free shipping with the code pleasure. That's Uber uberlube, u b e r l u b e.com, uberlube.com. Use the code pleasure for 10% off and free shipping. And big thanks to Uberlube for sponsoring this episode. And you will find all of the resources and discounts our sponsors have to offer you at pleasuremechanics.com toolbox. That's pleasuremechanics.com toolbox for all of the great pleasure tools and resources our sponsors have to bring you and their generous discounts for our podcast listeners. Cheers. All right, let's dive into dual zones of erotic stimulation. And so there's the obvious ones, right? Like tits and ass, (laughs) you know, like genitals and nipples, genitals and anal together, right? I mapped a lot of this out last week when we were talking about the perineum. Um, But to get there, we need to really start thinking about, okay, what am I stimulating what with in what combinations and how am I like as a giver? And we need to talk about the skills of receiving, to and being able to receive all of this good stuff but as a giver if I'm like engaging my partner and wanting to really bring them a lot of turn on where am I using my mouth where am I using my hands where am I using my body my genitals where am I adding a toy maybe and how do I keep all of this kind of coordinated and running at the same time and to like create crescendos together And I think this is where the artistry comes in, right? The skills give us kind of this basic level of confidence and ability to play. And then the artistry is like learning how to make it your own and kind of spin one record while scratching another or something.
1: And that can look all sorts of ways because then you can get into the artistry of erotic play here. The kinds of touch want to work together or be intentional. So we can think about perhaps making circles around the clitoris while we're making circles around the anal sphincter, for example. So we're making the same shape in different places. And what that allows for is for the receiving body to really integrate both of those experiences and to really feel them and then to feel the front and the back of their body as one. And that can really allow for a really beautiful unified experience.
0: Well, so this is a lesson, again, it comes so much from our massage experience and the time at the massage table we both spent, where if you're touching more than one body part at once, you want to get into both like a rhythm and kind of it's a trance like unifying sensation, right? So you're circling a shoulder blade, and then maybe a butt cheek at the same time, but by using the same shape and the same glide, you know, your hands are actually doing the same thing, but on different points of the body. Right. So then we map that into erotic play and imagine your two hands, one finger circling the nipple and the other finger circling the clitoral body or part of the shaft of a cock or around an anus. Right. But the fact that they're doing the same motion lulls the brain into unifying them. And all of a sudden, that nipple and the butt are kind of connected and coordinated and shooting neural pathway firings right at the same time. And this lights the body up, mm. right? And so that kind of doing the same thing at the same time at the same rhythm is one strategy, right? And you can run that in all these different ways. Mix and match that to your heart's delight, right? Um, and even on the like very small scale, if I'm working on a genital region for the same, for example, I might be doing something with my tongue in a circle and then mirroring that motion with my fingers, circle, 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 and then we want to switch it up, right? Because repetition is one part of erotic touch, changing it up and creating surprise is another. So another strategy is you're working two different zones of stimulation But you're going to start doing different things or at a different rhythm or kind of like in response to each other. So in and out, in and out. So maybe a vagina and an anus, right? Um, Sliding in one hole and out the other. It's like a piston. (laughs) Um, But those two points of touch are in conversation with one another, not doing their own damn thing. And this is where using toys, okay, so we have different zones, you can match them, you can mix them. When you use toys to create stimulation, right, this, on one hand, frees our hands, something like a pair of nipple clamps, which range, by the way, from very gentle to very intense. And so if the idea of nipple clamps immediately is a no to you, because you're like, oh, I don't like intense nipple play, you can get nipple clamps that are just a light, gentle squeeze, right? And so by slipping those on the nipples, you have a nice gentle squeeze on the nipples while your hands are free to do other things. But we can't forget that they are there. And we want to engage them. And we also want to release that stimulation at the right moment. Right? So part of erotic touch, part of erotic stimulation, part of moving around the body is to know when to say that's enough and to let that part of stimulation go, or to mix it up to create interest right? And I think the nipples are a really good teacher here. Because they have they like like repetition to a certain point or that deep clamp of a nipple. But then it has to change and move and shift. Um, Okay. I hope that in hearing all of this, I'm not overwhelming people and having this feel out of reach, but more like inviting us into noticing what we already do here. Just as erotic beings, like our bodies know how to do this, our hands want to travel over one another's bodies, our mouths get hungry for one another, many of us, right? And so, as your mouth is exploring, how do we keep our hands engaged? As your hands are touching your lover, what does your mouth and other parts of your body want to be doing? A lot of this is allowing your body to come into conversation with your lover. Or with yourself? I feel like,
1: again, with all aspects of sexuality, I feel like bringing this huge heap of compassion and kindness for ourselves is always relevant and always important. If any of this does feel overwhelming, let's again just be kind to ourselves as we want perhaps to learn more skills Mm. and bring more care and awareness and attention to what we're doing solo and partnered. And allow for it to be something that we practice and that we gain skills around as we bring our care and attention to it.
0: And I really want to say this is a collaborative co-creation if we're talking about partnered play. You know, you don't automatically know how your partner's body wants to be stimulated. Your partner has to guide you in that both through invitation, kiss me here, I love it when you... Um, You know what felt really good last time was, right? We can invite our partner or just grab their hand and slide it up your body and, like, put pressure on it around your breast if that's where you want to be touched, you know? There are ways we can invite our lovers into this and also respond to what feels good. So now we're talking about the skills of receiving all of this touch, when we respond to what feels good, when we allow a moan or a sigh or a like, yes, kind of that, uh, it allows our lover to hear that, to feel that response to the touch. And it gives them the signal, yes, more, please do that, right. And the skill of receiving and being responsive and allowing that circuit to open up is something again, we gradually allow over time. And there's a reason a lot of us are shut down here. There's a reason a lot of us feel unresponsive or not as creative as we want to be or don't know what we want to ask for it, right? And so wherever you're at in this, it's kind of a place of like, what is working for me now? And what might feel good to add in? You know, if I love how my lover goes down on me, but my body gets a little lonely? Like, how do I invite their hands to get more engaged and curious? And of course, we
1: can always allow our own hands to join in the sensations and offer ourselves the sensations that we want while our lover is working on other parts of our body.
0: And talk about an invitation. You know, if you look up and you're giving, you know, your lover a beautiful head and you look up and they're touching their own chest and stimulating their own nipples that's like a yummy invitation to reach up and join the party. Right. And so by modeling the kind of touch that's feeling good to us in that moment, that's a beautiful direct invitation to collaborate again, the collaborative spirit of this, because that also then doesn't put all the pressure on the quote unquote giver to be a magician and to know what's what, and to know how to stimulate you and let alone like spin plates and juggle at the same time. Like, I don't want that to be the ask here. It's an invitation into like using all parts of ourselves to get more engaged and to allow these dual zones of stimulation to start harmonizing. Mm. When Charlotte was talking about like the circles and the way that can lull the body into like creating a more expansive sense of arousal, it's a really beautiful thing to kind of coax the body open with this kind of touch. Mm. And we've mentioned this consistently now, but when you layer something new on a known pleasure, it creates like a positive, it's almost, you know, in Mario Kart for the gaming geeks here, when you like hit a fast track and all of a sudden your cart glides, right? What we're doing in the body is like on a known neural pathway, on a known circuit of pleasure, we're adding something new and saying, what about this? And when it lights up, and there's a yes, it kind of amplifies more than the sum of its parts. Right? And all of a sudden, we're humming with that kind of arousal where it's like, Oh, my God, my lovers touching all of me, all of me is being stimulated, you know. Um, And I want to invite us to expand our erotic touch from head to toe. And this is part of what layering lovers massage, couples massage, full body massage into erotic play does is all of a sudden like reaching down while you're giving head and squeezing their feet and you can add some foot massage strokes into a (laughs) blowjob that's an amazing dual zone of stimulation to play with you know or you're like playing in your lover's butt and you reach up and you're like on their neck and shoulders and grabbing them in just right ways because your hands are confident there Um, these dual zones don't only have to be the traditional erogenous zones, right? Our whole body comes into play here, the top of someone's head, their hair, wrapping your hand, getting a big grip of hair and playing with it. Um, All of these possibilities open up when we're confident with the entire body. And this is so much of what we've been offering for 15 plus years now, You'll find all of that stroke by stroke guidance at pleasuremechanics.com slash touch and let us know what works best for you. We love hearing how massage and erotic touch skills are lighting up your sex life. It gives us so much joy to hear the wins and the ahas. And also the questions that come up for you as you explore these resources, we are here for you and we can support you as you engage these skills in your life and your relationship and make them your own. So again, that's pleasuremechanics.com touch for all of these head to toe and erotic touch skills we've been kind of talking about. Yeah. <sighs> Dual zones. Oh, and triple zones triple zones right we don't want to say dual zones it's like if that's the limit right you've got a mouth two hands two feet lots of toys (laughs) make a symphony happen
1: we've laid out so many options here and of course as always what matters is what is pleasurable and interesting for you to explore so i hope that this whole podcast has been an invitation to just explore and experiment with what you might find interesting and stimulating and pleasurable to layer into your erotic play.
0: Mm -hmm. And yeah, that that combination of known pleasures with new explorations is a great way to start, um, kind of create your own, you know, infinite layer cakes. (laughs) (laughs) Your pleasure map. (laughs) And as we build confidence, right, we can start spinning more plates and playing with the artistry of this, but there's also so much pleasure and so much joy and discovery in being really new to things. Mm. And I really want to focus on that. And as we head into mindful may, uh, we'll be focusing on the beauty and the joy and the eroticism of the beginner's mind. And, thinking about zones of stimulation and ways you like to be lit up is a great place to really practice beginner's mind and come into it with your own body even. You've lived in your own body for however many years you've been alive. How do we approach our own body with a sense of, well, I don't know, what if? How do we approach with curiosity, with wonder, and with a sense of discovery what we feel like maybe has already been known? what has become routine and there is so much erotic joy within that spirit of let's find out Mm. yeah so this is our invitation for this episode we will be back with you next week with another episode of speaking of sex with the pleasure mechanics you will find all of our touch guidance at pleasuremechanics.com slash touch And we will see you next time. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure.